Hi, and thanks for listening. We're going to piggyback on our last episode where we talked about the sporting uses of guns. Today, we're going to focus on shotguns, so let's get to it. Hey, Scallywags, welcome to another episode of our podcast, A Pirate Talks Guns. I'm your host, John Sello. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. So in our last podcast, we covered all the sporting uses of handguns, and now we're going to cover the most devastating close-in weapon system, the shotgun. We all know the shotgun's forte is hitting moving targets, and the sports we're going to cover will give you plenty of opportunities to practice hitting small, fast-moving targets. If you're a bird or small game hunter, these sports will help put meat on the table during hunting season by keeping your skills sharp during the off-season. Now, as in our last episode, this is far from an exhaustive list. Let us know in the comments which ones we left out. If you're new to our podcast, you'll know I'm a defensive guy. The classes I teach are all defense-oriented, as that's what my training and experience is in. If you're serious about being competitive in any of the shooting disciplines, there are instructors out there that can give you the training to shave time off your runs, but I'm not that guy. What I want to get across in this series of podcasts is that there are a lot of ways to enhance your proficiency with any weapon platform by participating in sports that are designed around specific types of guns. The only way to learn to shoot a gun and advance your skills is to shoot the gun, and shooting sports are a fun way to accomplish this. And when talking about the shooting sports, the ones that immediately leap to mind are trap and skeet shooting. These are both shot on an established course with 25 targets comprising a round. In trap shooting, there are singles where you get one target at a time, handicap where the more skilled shooters shoot from farther away than the less skilled, and doubles where you get two targets at once, one going left and the other going right. Trap shooting's governing body in America is the Amateur Trap Shooting Association. I'll put the contact information for the various shotgun sports in the show notes so you can do a deeper dive into the ones that interest you the most. In trap, you'll shoot from five positions situated in an arc behind the trap house, which is where the targets are thrown from. These targets are clay discs that are 4.3 inches in diameter and 1.4 inches in height, and travel at 42 miles an hour. This gives you a slightly, very slightly, over two seconds to hit your target. Yes, it's challenging. Then trip, the targets travel away from you, either directly away or within 22 degrees left or right, and travel for 50 yards. You'll shoot at five targets from each of the five shooting positions for a total of 25 targets. In my youth in Illinois, I'd always try to shoot a round or two a trap the day before going pheasant hunting. Pheasants tended to explode up into the air and fly away from you, so transitioning from shooting a tiny clay to shooting a large bird almost made it unsportsmanlike. You can shoot singles and handicap with any type of shotgun, be it single shot, bolt action, over-under, side-by-side, pump, or semi-automatic. For doubles... Unless you can run a bolt gun or reload a single shot extremely, and I mean extremely quickly, you'll need a double barrel, pump, or semi-automatic. 
So regardless of the type of shotgun you own, you can easily bust clays with it and keep your skills sharp. Now moving on to a little more challenging sport, you can shoot skeet. In skeet shooting, your course is a semicircle with trap houses at both ends of the course. It has eight shooting stations and two trap houses. Seven of the stations are arranged in a half moon between the two trap houses, and one station is directly between them. The high house, on the left side of the field, throws its targets from a trap 10 feet above the ground. The target rises to a height of 15 feet by the time it travels to the center of the field. The low house target, on the right side, leaves the trap house just 3.5 feet from the ground. It also rises to a height of 15 feet by the time it reaches the center of the field. A round of skeet consists of 25 targets with 17 shot as singles and 8 as doubles. If you miss one, the first miss is repeated immediately and is called an option. If no targets are missed during the round, the last or 25th target is shot at the last station, Low House 8. The skeet gives you the opportunity to practice a wide variety of shots, with angles ranging from flying directly away from you to flying toward you. If you're an upland bird hunter, this is the sport that is going to do you the most good. A skeet requires a shotgun that shoots at least two shots without reloading, much like doubles trap. The next sport we're going to talk about is sporting clays. Sporting clays is the closest you can get to actually hunting upland birds and rabbits. Every sporting clay course is different, as there's no established norm. The course designers work with the available land to create a course of their choosing. Targets are thrown from any angle and distance. Sporting clays, trap, and skeet all use the same targets. The big difference is in how they are presented and the angles you'll have to shoot at. In sporting clays, the number of targets you will shoot and the placement of the shooting positions are determined by the course designer. You may be presented with singles or doubles at each station. You'll shoot from static positions, moving through the course from station to station. We're going to take a quick break so I can tell you about a veteran-owned holster maker that does some awesome work. Hey folks, if you're looking for quality leather gun belts, mag pouches, and holsters, let me turn you on to a veteran-owned company that gives a new definition to awesome. Check out Parker's Custom Leather for all the gear you need to carry with a sense of class. And for you equestrians, they also make bridles, breast collars, and wither straps for your mount. They tell me you'll know what those are because I sure don't. Visit their Facebook page in the show notes and look at their work. You'll be placing your order after you see what they can do. For just an all-around good time, find a turkey shoot in your area and give it a whirl. While you won't be shooting at actual turkeys, frozen ones are often the prizes for the winners. Now, there's no governing body for these as they are put on by a variety of organizations, from VFW posts to churches. The rules vary, but they're generally along the lines of most holes at a bullseye on the target or completely obliterating a circle. You'll shoot one shot at the target, usually from a bench rest position. Now, this is where long barrel full and extra full choke guns shine. Distances to the targets usually range anywhere from 25 to 30 yards, so you don't want your pattern opening up much at all. 
that goose gun you have is ideal for this. Some organizers even allow scopes on the guns. The turkey shoots are traditionally very laid back and relaxed. All the appropriate safety rules are strictly enforced at the firing line, but the rest of the venue usually has more of a country fair feel to it. You'll probably find food and drinks for sale, and sometimes they will have activities for the kids. All in all, they're a very family-friendly affair. You normally have to buy your ammunition from the organizer, and you can expect to pay around five bucks a shell. But remember, these are fundraising events, so it's really more of a contribution. You owe it to yourself to try at least one, if for nothing else but the experience. And just so you tactical types don't feel left out, there are matches for you too. Uh, the range I'm a member of puts on a tactical shotgun match a few times each year. Think IDPA only with shotguns and clays instead of cardboard targets. These matches don't fall under any particular governing body. It's up to the individual clubs to put them on. My home range uses IDPA stages so that nothing crazy goes on. The stages are safe to shoot with a handgun, so they're safe to shoot with a shotgun. I actually just shot in one this past Saturday, and other than the fact that it was damn cold in the morning, it was awesome. Our match director does a great job of designing stages that are both challenging and fun. Shooting tactical shotgun means you need to be good at feeding the beast. If you can't reload your gun quickly, your stage time will be horrendous. The targets are clays on holders, so they're not difficult targets to hit. The emphasis is on speed and problem solving as you navigate the stage. And we have all manner of shotguns compete in this event. Obviously, the most popular are the pumps and semi-automatics, but if you're good at reloading, anything is competitive. One of the irregular shooters is a cowboy action shooter, and he can run a side-by-side -side as fast as some people run pumps. So if you have a range or club near you that offers these matches, your hunting shotgun will work just fine. Mrs. Pirate uses a 5-shot 20-gauge semi-automatic and holds her own. You probably have everything you need to jump into the shotgun sports. Shotgun, iron ear protection, and you're set. The only additional gear I can recommend is a shell bag. You'll need it to carry a box of shells and collect your fired hulls. My favorite is one made by Allen. Uh, it comes with a belt so it goes on and off easily, has pockets for your stuff, and has a zipper bottom so you can empty the fired hulls without taking it off. This comes in handy if you plan on shooting more than one round of whatever sport as you don't have to take it off to dump them. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Like the argument of what handgun is best for concealed carry, the debate of what choke your shotgun should have for each sport is hotly contested. Over-unders and side-by-sides have the advantage of offering two different chokes, which is why they are the most popular gun for the sports. Fortunate enough to own a shotgun with interchangeable choke tubes? You're set for anything. If all you have is a hunting gun with a modified choke, you can shoot all three of the sports. You'll just have to be on target a little tighter. I've shot countless rounds of skeet with a 28-inch modified choke pump, so your bird gun will work just fine. Target loads are, again, available in most outlets. During the ammunition madness, shot shells were especially hard to get your hands on, at least in my area. Traditionally, number 9 shot is used on clays as it provides a nice, dense shot pattern. 
For skeet with a 12 gauge, 9 shot is best for the extra pellets. On the smaller gauges like the 28 and 410, 9 shot or even 8.5 works best as it gives you the density you need with the smaller shot charge these guns use. Now before you jump into the shotgun sports, I strongly recommend patterning your shotgun so you know what to expect from different loads. Not all target loads are created equal, and you want to find the one that works the best with your gun and choke combination. There are patterning targets that are great for this, as they show how many pellets you're going to put on a clay at the distance you shoot it from. I'll link these in the show notes as well. So whatever you have in the way of a smoothbore, there's something out there for you to keep your skills sharp in the off-season. Check around your area to see what your local ranges and clubs have to offer. Just be forewarned that you might become addicted and have to up your ammunition budget. And that's not really a bad thing. You can find our podcast on all the directories, so if you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. We love to get new listeners. Visit our website and check out our class calendar. The next class we'll be putting on is the always popular South Carolina Concealed Carry class that we'll be holding at the Skip J Range in Anderson on Saturday, February 25th. Until next time, shoot safe.